Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkun. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Dear Diary, I really like Patrick. He is so cute. I can't imagine what it would be like if I saw him or he happened to be at that restaurant that I'm going to on Saturday night. What are you doing? You're over there scribbling away in the corner. I'm writing my most personal inner thoughts in my very private journal. Are you obsessing about Patrick Dempsey again? What? No, of course not. How do you know? I know everything. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. And this is Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. Do you remember rushing home from school and throwing yourself on the bed to pour your heart into a diary? There was a lot of angst and drama in those pages. But lots of us wrote as teenagers and then grew up and stopped. Now, journaling is making a huge comeback. I think it's made a huge comeback. Now, journaling has made a huge comeback. (laughs) It's filling Pinterest boards, making headlines. The desire to record details of our lives is as old as handwriting itself. Early diaries were mostly kept as public records. The modern diary has its origins in 15th century Italy, where they were used for accounting. Although people have written diaries and journals for centuries, the therapeutic potential of reflective writing didn't come into the public awareness until the 1960s, when Dr. Ira Progroff, a psychologist in New York, began offering workshops and classes in the use of what he called the intensive journal method. Journaling puts you in an exclusive group of famous diary writers. Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Edison, Charles Darwin, Marie Curie, Bridget Jones, Adrian Mole, not to mention Samuel Pepys, through whose eyes we get to experience the Great Fire of London and the plague, as well as countless others who have all relied on their journals to record and mull over their experiences and ideas. Journaling isn't just good for the body, it's medicine for the mind and soul as well. It offers incredible physical and emotional benefits that go way beyond that teenage diary catharsis. Probably one of the most common reports from people who write journals is that the act of putting thought and feelings on paper gives useful emotional and mental clarity. However, there is scientific evidence that the relief that comes from writing things down is more than just psychological. It is believed that by recording and describing the most pressing issues in one's life, you can better understand these issues and eventually diagnose problems that stem from them. 
Journal therapy has been used effectively for grief and loss, coping with life-threatening or chronic illness, recovering from addictions, eating disorders and trauma, repairing troubled marriages and family relationships, increasing communication skills, developing healthier self-esteem, getting a better perspective on life and clarifying life goals. I mean, that is... That's a lot. It's incredible. Yeah. So what are the other known benefits of journaling as if that wasn't enough? Well, it strengthens your immune cells and your immune system. Really? Yup. How? New studies show that journaling offers benefits to those battling terminal or life-threatening diseases and helps adults with injuries heal faster. Wow. Researchers also noted that writing about stressful events helped patients make sense of tragedy and reduced their distress. In fact, they say journaling helps your body heal 4.4 times faster, Jesus, a study says. Yep. Uh, it reduces your stress and anxiety because it lets you work through those anxious feelings, getting your thoughts down on paper. It soothes your nerves. It helps you learn from experiences. It makes you more self-aware and learn to better express yourself and then communicate better with mm. other people. Yep. Journaling also helps you sleep better. Uh, people who write to-do lists and journal about tasks they need yes. to complete all fell asleep in a study significantly faster than those writing about completed activities. They said the more specific the to-do list, the faster the study participants fell asleep. That's amazing. Love it, right? It makes sense though, because yeah. it gets you out of your head, pop it on paper, and then you can kind of... Put a line under Exactly, it. because you've tied up the loose ends yes. before you fall asleep. Yes. Also, it improves your memory. It improves your mood. It reduces symptoms of depression by clearing your mind and identifying what's really bothering you. And it helps you discover your voice by putting you in touch with your authentic self and it leaves a record for your future self. Old journals can be seen as a treasure for your future self to look through. But can journaling be harmful? Well, the answer is yes. There are scenarios in which it can be harmful, but they are also easily avoided. Journaling may cause you to overthink your life, which can prevent you from living in the moment and enjoying it. So don't obsess over it. It can be very challenging at times when you're in a bad place and want to write about it. That can be very confronting and it can cause more anxiety for some people who then spiral into negativity. Your words can also be used against you if others read your inner thoughts. For example, if a partner finds and reads your journal. Been there. Have you? Yeah, tell you later. Okay. You may have written things that others may find hurtful or embarrassing. We suggest you hide your journals and don't tell anyone about them or find people that will just respect your privacy. Mm. But how... Do you journal in the first place? What do you write about? Is your journal supposed to be a simple recap of your day or an essay about your emotions? These seem painfully obvious questions, but the answers can vary and figuring out what works for you will make your journaling much more effective. So here at the Self Care Club, as always, we are here to help you. Mm -hmm. Firstly, decide what you want to write about. Yes. Why do you want to keep a journal in the first place? Is it for practical purposes? Then the answer is simple. Write down the events of your day. But to reap the full benefits of journaling, you might have to dig a little bit deeper. Ultimately, to get to the full emotional benefit, it's best to tell a narrative and write through your emotions. Write about a few things that happened during the day and more importantly, how those events or interactions made you feel. The blank page can be intimidating though, so to get used to the habit, start small. This might be as simple as writing one sentence a day and then working your way to more and slowly keep increasing the amount as you strengthen the habit. 
If the idea of recapping the emotions of your day seems like a bit much, you could just start a gratitude journal, which is really simple. It's just a daily list of things that you're grateful for. That first cup of coffee in the morning, a sunny day, that perfect parking spot. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just get into the habit of practicing gratitude. Some people prefer to write in the morning. Other people prefer to write at night. And there's conflicting research over which time of day is better for your creativity or your productivity or your emotional well-being, which ultimately means the best time of day to write is the time that suits you and the purpose of your journaling. Yeah, well, I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. So for creativity, many writers and entrepreneurs are a fan of morning pages. Have you ever heard of morning pages? No. Yeah. So these are three pages of stream of consciousness Ooh, writing. Nice. And you literally just wake up, open your eyes and start writing. And that's it. You just write what's on your mind. You don't plan it. You don't think about it. And then it's tapping into your mind's creativity before you actually really wake up. Blimey. Yeah. Because when you're when you're fully awake, you've got like the day's anxieties, and that can hinder your flow. That sounds great. Mm. If you're a morning for you, I can imagine that would be great because you are a morning person. I am, but I don't wake up and I'm suddenly, you know, jumping mm. out of bed. I still have to coerce myself out of the bed sheets. Mm. So this is done like before that happens. You just like gain consciousness from the night and start writing. But if your brain is a fog in the morning and your purpose is to release your worrying thoughts, then you might want to be someone who journals before bed instead so you can transfer those thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Mm, Yeah. So the next step is pick a medium that works for you. Is it your computer? Is it an app on your phone? Is it old fashioned pen and paper? Computers are very convenient, but there is some evidence to suggest that writing by hand might be better because it can help us process and understand concepts better. So when you're writing to work through your emotions, doing it by hand might be better for actually understanding them. Your journal does not have to be brimming with profound thoughts and experiences. Try to separate your urge to edit with your desire to write. So just give yourself permission to write badly. It doesn't matter. No, because no one's reading it. Exactly. So if you're still stuck about what to write, then here are some suggestions. And this is what we chose to do for our weeks of journaling. You can write about the good parts of your day and the bad parts of your day. Note what you were thinking about today. Self-care journaling could be the one avenue you can actually release your deepest and darkest thoughts. Make a gratitude list. Um, You can keep a list of your favourite activities. Keep a list of your favourite meals. Make a goal list with your hopes for the future. It can be useful to write down affirmations to keep your mind focused on them. So with all this in mind, of course, we had to do a week of journaling. It's an, o- it's an overdue week of journaling. We've really put this off, haven't we? We have done a bit of journaling in other practices. We did yeah. it in gratitude. Yep. We did it in, I want to say sisterhood. Yeah, we did have to write some stuff down then. Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't just dedicated the whole week. No. How- so how did you feel going into the week, oh, my friend? really kind of dreading it, actually. Really didn't want really? to do it. No. And you? <sighs> that's how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just another fucking thing to do. That's kind of, sorry, that's how I felt about it. It's just like, uh, oh, it's just part of the mental load now. And your preconceptions of how it would be? Part of the mental load. And that to me yeah. is a step away from self-care, not a step into self-care. Totally with you. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be annoying and it's going to be a waste of my time. I didn't think it would be a waste of my time. I just thought it was just another bloody thing to do. And 
I, I, I feel like I know the answer to this, but I have to ask you, obviously. Did you write in a journal or did you write on a phone? <laughs> I wrote on a phone. I knew you were going to say that. And you? In a journal. <laughs> <laughs> have, you do, have you done Oz. this before, though? Have, have done... I written a diary before? Well, not a diary. Have you done journaling before? I journaled from when I could start to read and write, age six and a half, until about 17 and a half, at which point I came to a very sudden and full stop. What happened? I... Discovered sex. (laughs) (laughs) That happened a bit before the journaling ended, but it did actually lead to the end of the journaling directly. Um, I was out one day. My boyfriend was at my house. Don't know why he was there when I wasn't there, but he was. And when I came home, my mum said, he's literally been in your bedroom all day. I don't know what he's been doing, but he has not left your room all day. Well, what he had done was he had found my diary and he had read the whole thing. He wasn't very nice, that boyfriend. He wasn't very nice. Is it the same boyfriend? It's the same one. He's awful. Um, He'd read the whole thing. And the thing was, it didn't really do him any favours to have read that diary because he found out things that he really should never have found out and didn't want to actually know. And it ended up, well, it was his fault that it ended, but it did end up causing a lot of damage, hurt, problems, issues. Anyway. What did he find out? Things he shouldn't have found out. (laughs) We're all very curious. (laughs) I'll leave it there. Literally from that day, you didn't never journal. I never journaled again. In fact, the last entry of my journal was a note to him to say, anything you've read in here is entirely your own fault for finding out. You should never have pried and you won't be finding anything out because this is the last page of the diary. Never wrote again. So was this triggering for you? Do you know what? I didn't think it would be, but it actually was. It, say more, like in what way? Because it had been something that I had done gleefully and merrily for years years, yeah a decade and I had a pile of diaries so our producer Blondine she is a very keen journaler and she just showed us a photo of her pile of like beautiful notebooks and I had a pile of those but going back to like when I was seven and it was literally a Hello Kitty diary with a little padlock and drawings in it because I didn't always write sometimes I would draw pictures of my friends and rainbows and that's how young I started and I just felt like in an instant it was completely destroyed for me. I'm so my sorry. privacy, yeah. my it's inner real, thoughts. It's a real betrayal. It was, uh, it, that was not the only betrayal that came from him. I know. But in a way. He was awful. <laughs> he was awful. In a way, it was one of the worst because. Such a violation. It was it? exactly that. A complete violation of my privacy. So did you feel funny about writing your thoughts and feelings down at this time? Yes. Did you feel vulnerable? Yes. Mm. And the thing is, now. I don't, I don't have like 95% of the nonsense that went on then. No. Because, you know, life's very dramatic when you're a teenager. One day is amazing and the next day is the end of the world. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. I'm not, my life's not like that anymore. So there wasn't really stuff that, you know, that was going to be huge stuff. Um and I really didn't want to do it on a phone or computer. I really wanted to to write it down. But of course, that left me open to the same thing. Yeah. Not that my husband would 
ever, even if I left it open on the bedside table, he would never do that because that's just not the person he is. No, neither Which is why I'm married to him. Yeah, um, neither would I don't even think he'd notice it lying there or open no. anyhow. Well, he wouldn't care. He just wouldn't care. And even if he did, he would never read it. But anyway, yeah, I did feel a so bit come on. vulnerable about let's, it. Let's get on with your week. I've kind of told you about <laughs> Well, you haven't told us when you journaled, what you journaled um, about, how you felt. Okay, I, honestly, I have never had so little to say about a week of practice that we have done. Ever. Um, I love... Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. <laughs> we'll See you on Friday. Um, I love hearing about diaries. I love reading other people's diaries. I loved Bridget Jones. I used to read Adrian Mole. I read Anne Frank. Like, a diary... Is a true insight into someone's inner soul. Yeah. Into the, like, in their internal world. And then it's just opened up for the consumption of others and also sometimes for our amusement. I think we're all voyeurs, I think. Yeah. And I think that's why we all love the diaries of others because it gives us that internal insight. And it, you know, you want to know, like, well, are they like me? Yeah. Am I well, weird? And validation that we all feel the same at points. Exactly. Um, so I felt very reluctant and a little bit resentful, probably because of what happened millions of years ago. I'm not surprised. But I still kind of didn't want to do it. Um, in fact, my first few entries, I had to journal about my resentment of journaling. <gasps> okay. Which was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did that help you work through it? Because that's kind of the aim. A little, a, a little bit. But because we were only doing it for a week, maybe it wasn't long enough to be doing the practice um I sort of did you journal every day yes but it wasn't at what time at night okay. but it wasn't bringing me self-care okay was how I started to feel so I switched it and I stopped writing about my feelings and also I wasn't having like a lot of feelings I mean I was gonna say I'd be so intrigued to read that because you're not a f you, you, I can't see you sitting down writing about your feelings I did but I mean I, I did used to but I mean you know I, I'm just kind of truckle with life I don't really sit there with internal angst there wasn't like but a you lot don't of need to, to be an angst to talk about how you feel no you don't but I just sometimes it, it's nice to acknowledge actually you know I felt good today I've had a good day I had a nice conversation with a friend it lit me up I felt alive you know those sorts of things well, can be helpful too what I did was instead of writing about my feelings I switched it to gratitude so that was what I wrote about. Lovely. And I just switched it to three things I was grateful for that day because I knew from our gratitude episode, which if you haven't listened to, please go back and listen to it because I think it's like up there in the top three of the best episodes we've done. I It was our first episode. It was the best. But I knew <laughs> it was oh, the best. Are you saying that? We've it just declined since then. No. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit worrying. No, it was a good episode. I always say that I was the best um, mother in the the best part of motherhood is when my children were newborns. Mm. I was, don't remember you being that mother. No, but yeah. I mean in terms of enjoyment and yeah. just love, and I was so overcome, and I just loved the newborn stage. So yeah. you know, I started at the absolute top. peak, <laughs> yeah. and you've just deteriorated. Yeah. Now you just beat them and put them in a cupboard. Well, that's maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely building to it. Um, yeah, I just knew because of the gratitude week that I knew it would benefit me because I, I, I'd and already experienced that. Yeah, it was a much more positive thing to do. So for the remaining days, that's what I did because when I wrote and I wrote down those things, I, I felt the good feelings you feel when you write down things you're grateful for. Lovely. Yeah, that's literally my week. Okay. 
I Great. have nothing more to say about it. Okay. Short, sweet, or not so sweet. <laughs> Short and sour. It's not that sour. Sweet and sour. <laughs> <laughs> Should we carry on? Or? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Any more up your sleeve? No. Okay. That's it. This week, we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long, daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shall I get on with my week? Please. <clears throat> I've got a few voice notes. Okay. I'm going to tell you what day it is in the week and how deep into the week I am without doing the practice of journaling because it's pretty shameful. I just, I got to bed last night. I was so tired and I laid there thinking, oh my God, I'm supposed to journal now. What I wanted to do was shut my eyes. Okay. Full disclosure. All I wanted to do was finish off the last 40 minutes that I had left of Stiesel. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. This is about journaling, I know. And so that's what I did instead of journaling because it just doesn't come naturally to me. I don't think that I want to pick up a pen and paper and journal about my day. Anyway, I have now found half an hour to myself. I'm going to sit here. It's the morning. I know we're supposed to do it at night. But I think I'm just going to have to find a time where this works for me. Otherwise, clearly this is not working as it is. I had a feeling you'd be a morning journaler. Really? Yeah. Well, hold on. Don't get too excited. Oh. I've actually decided that trying to journal in my house and find quiet time is pretty much impossible. The dog's barking, the husband's come downstairs, it's just the kids are going to be up in a second. I mean, yes, I'm making excuses, but it is also <laughs> partly why I, I don't get a lot of headspace in this house. I just don't get any bloody headspace, literally. No. And then by the time I get into bed, I just want to shut off. Mm. don't want to sit and write about my day. Anyway, I've got one last voice note. Okay. So I will find any excuse not to journal. I will literally look for things to do other than sit down and write about my thoughts and feelings, which is surprising because I like getting reflective. I like thinking about how I'm feeling, what I'm managing, what I'm going through, what I'm coping with, not coping with, what I'm learning. Like, 
this is my this is my gig this is my jam no I know I can't get away with saying that but like I'm shocked at how resistant I am to not doing this practice very interesting isn't it so we have not had a dissimilar experience I only did it begrudgingly I didn't do it because I literally did I it wanted to begrudgingly yeah so anyway I did yeah. sit in bed yeah last night yeah talk about the final hour yeah and I did do some journaling okay because I have never ever come to the show and said I didn't do it I just mm. didn't do it mm. I kept forgetting mm. Also, mm. I mean, that's just terrible. We're not in the habit of it yes. either. It's not something that's habitual to either of us. And for some reason, considering we spend every single week, twice a week, talking about our feelings, about pretty much everything, why are we so resistant to writing them down? For me, it's the mental load thing. Mm. It's just having another thing to do. It's not the act itself of writing stuff down. I can see how powerful it is. Mm. I really can. Yeah. I can see the benefit. Yeah. I can see how much it would help people yeah anyway, so I did yeah. sit down yeah. and I, I did use a few of the prompts yeah. that we had yeah. um, and then I sort of googled a few journaling prompts yeah um, things like what do I know to be true that I didn't know a year ago yeah uh, what distractions get in the way of, of me being my most productive mm-hmm. well that was interesting what do I feel most in tune when do I feel most in tune with myself yeah loved that question if someone described me what would they say mm-hmm um, what emotions am I holding on to? How can I detach or neutralize this emotion? And it, there was just a few things like that. And I really did write it out and I loved it. Mm. I really learned a lot about myself. Okay. There, there was huge insight there, which I've even taken into today. It's really stayed with me. That's interesting. Yeah. So I do see the power of journaling. And people love it. Yeah. People really get a lot out of it. And I understand that because when I was in the real flow of doing it in those very angsty years between like 14 and 17, when so much is happening and a Saturday night can change your life. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. You know, nothing's the same by the Sunday morning. Um, I got a lot. I got a lot out of that by just putting all of that onto paper. But I have to tell you something else. I found my teenage diaries. In my loft. Yeah. And in fact, I found all my diaries because they're all in one big box of stuff that carts around from house to house whenever we move. And the little ones, the ones I wrote when I was seven, eight, so cute. And also even more cute that the girls I'm writing about are still my best friends now. And I'm writing like, I went to Katie's house and we played Connect Four and then her mum gave us pizza. Like, And, you know, it's the cutest things. She's my best friend. Hearts, (laughs) rainbow. It's so sweet. And then it moves on and it moves on and it moves on. And I sat for the best part of two hours reading reading through my teen diaries and then I burnt them why I burnt them. why because it was such tra- it was such dramatic trash I was telling my husband last night I was like I cannot what you actually started a fire in your garden and burnt them I burnt them in the sink I I could not relate to Didn't that your whole house per- stink of no, just burnt them burnt them put fire and then put the tap in and then stuck them in the bin I didn't like burn them till there was nothing left they were just paper it was just a paper so, notebook it wasn't like thick cardboard or anything like that it's quite a strange thing to do do you know what I, this is my 
so me. I was like, if I die, <laughs> if I die. Yeah. I don't want the kids to read this and just think, oh my God, mum was such a twat. That was my main <laughs> feeling. Honestly, I was like, if I die, I don't mind them finding like all the birthday cards and all the love letters between me and their dad and like nice stuff and Valentine's cards and all that stuff. I don't want them sitting down and reading this and thinking, fucking hell, mum was a bit of a dramatic twat. I just got rid of them. I just thought, I, I don't know who this person is. It is not me anymore. It's such a lovely Bye-bye. part of you. No. It just, it Listen, had to go. The thing is, is that you have such a negative connotation with it because it was so wrapped up in someone completely violating your trust, unfortunately. It was, but also the general content was just, you read it and you're like, I, you just want to slap I yourself do, around the face. When I went travelling, I wrote journals, yeah. diaries. Yeah. I'm going to dig those out for the epilogue. But that's amazing because... It will be places and experiences and stuff that you know wonder, you did. That I wonder. One I wonder what it will be. Well, let's see. But I have journaled before. Yeah. So at the beginning of lockdown, I did this twenty-one day meditation program with Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Not just me and him, but that would have been pretty. And he on. makes you journal every day. Right. And so I was reading a lot of that stuff mm. back, um, and I've read. Just in the last two years, what I have journaled through, like mm. about my goals mm. and my hopes, mm. my wants, my desires, um, where I'm at, mm -hmm. where I want to be. And yeah. it was really, it was actually very affirming. Mm. It was lovely. It was lovely to read it back, to see things that have come true, mm. to see the things that I can tick off, the things that I'm still working on. Um, and just tapping back into that deeper part of myself about the things that I truly want, I found, I, I found very enriching. But this was you now as an adult yes yeah I'm but, looking back on myself no, I know, as literally as a child I'm talking from a journal journaling from an adult yeah I can see how life affirming it is yes um, I mean probably I'm guessing if I did make this a habit and I did do it every day for a year from now I can imagine that I would get quite a lot out of it because I do write do like writing and I'm, I can see all the benefits of it. But yeah, me too. And yet. And I, and I felt the benefits <laughs> yesterday. I and, really did. And yet. And yet. So let's summarise. Okay. What, what worked for you? Uh, sitting down mm -hmm. and actually allowing time to do it. Because I didn't all week. I found other things to do. Because you didn't want to do the practice or because you were just busy? I think because I'm just busy and I make myself busy and I'm obsessed with being productive all the time and it didn't feel like a productive way to spend 10 minutes. Mm. But I'm that, And that's something I really need to work on mm. Mm. to reframe what productivity really looks like because it's actually not always emptying the fucking tumble dryer. No, but someone has to. <laughs> and that uh, person is you. And funnily enough, yes, it's always Sometimes me. it's me. I like to fold your towels when I'm at your you house. You did come and fold my towels. Yeah, I like a bit of laundry. That was the day that I had the total freak out at my husband. Mm. And and the tutor heard me and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, mm. what worked for you? Just a reminder about gratitude, that the more you practice yeah, it, lovely. the more you realise how lucky you are. That was basically it. What What didn't work? It really, really did feel like another chore in an already busy life. Yeah. For me. And for you? Uh, well, it goes into when what did work was just not allowing myself the space to do it. 
and to just... But if you'd wanted to, you would have found the time and space to do it. That's the thing. But when I did do it, I did really enjoy it. Interesting. And I've gotten a lot out of it just Mm. from that one episode of journaling. The other thing I will say that perhaps it needs a little bit of a discussion about, and we did touch on this in the intro, is it helpful to journal down every negative thought that goes in your head? For some and people, yes. Sometimes, yes, yes, because it helps. Sometimes it, it gets can help it out. get get it out yeah. and work through yeah. it. Yeah. Also, sometimes can it just make it bigger? That's my only question mark around it. That's so personal to the individual because if you're a person who just goes blah 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 out out out, like when you wrote me that huge long ranting text, yeah, did you feel? better after you got that all out your system or did you feel like now I've written down all the things that are upsetting me oh my god I have so much reason to be upset so it's I guess a little it depends, bit of both right it depends on the kind of person you are and how how you respond to that yeah I just think it's just be aware of it yeah just have an awareness around that yeah because journaling is there to make you feel better, better not worse yeah as it as is any form of self-care yes yes what did you learn that I think it's just something that I've grown out of. Mm. And I found getting rid of my diaries very cathartic, actually. And I feel very grateful to be an adult. <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> but this isn't a dear diary situation. This is journaling. The two yeah, are different. They are. They are. They I are. know it's a fine line. Yeah. It's maybe too fine for me. Mm. What did you learn? And, and you had a bad experience with it. I get that. Yeah. Um, I I learned that I really like journaling. Okay. Um, But I don't see it as productive enough to prioritise it. And I would like to work on that. Would you? Do you feel that it's important enough to make more time in your day to do? Or do you feel like the time that you would put aside to do it would improve your self-care? Yes. Interesting. I do. I don't think it needs to be every day Mm -hmm. for me, but I think maybe once or twice a week, Mm. if I sit down and write down a few things that I might be managing Mm. or kind of grappling with, Mm. I think it would be very helpful. Okay. I do not feel like that. Okay. Would you recommend it? (sighs) No. (laughs) I would. Unless you feel drawn to it. I I would recommend it. I do recommend it. It's... It's a very coachy thing. Okay. Journaling. Is it coming in the club? It's kind of, I'd like it in the club. I can really live without it in the club. You're not going to have any uh, aversion to someone sitting down quietly with a nice cappuccino, writing in their notebook, doing a bit of journaling. No, I mean, more power to them. I'd oh. love them to journal in the club. I'm happy for them to journal in the club. I'm happy to have a little journaling nook in the club. Oh, we need a nook. So it's coming in the club. Okay, it can come in, but I don't want to do it. No, that's fine. But that's fine. <laughs> okay. I think that's fair. Okay. We're having a journaling nook in the club. I love it. Okay. Deal. Thank you for listening. That is our main show. We'll be back on Friday for the epilogue show. We'll discuss it in deeper detail if we've carried on doing it, which I'm assuming Lauren won't. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Go write us through if you want Apple. We love those. We love them. Go and look after yourself. Take care and invest in your self-care. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.